For some of us, when we start out and we discover that we are artists and that's what we want to do, we look around us and we see other art being made, at least when we're younger. We don't realize that there's so many other people involved in that one piece of art. I used to assume that Madonna wrote all her own songs. You know, it was just, I assumed it because she was the artist, she was singing it, they were songs, it felt like her, it matched her. I thought that she wrote all her own music and that wasn't the case. She covered some people's songs like Prince. Prince wrote a song for Madonna or two and some others wrote songs for Madonna as well. And I didn't know that. But because of that, when I started doing art, I focused on just doing it for myself and it was the wrong way to be. We're going to talk about that today and talk about the right way to be when it comes to creating your art. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to the License Your Music podcast, where I'm here to give you all the tools you need to license your music to film, TV, ads, trailers, video games, and more, so that you can earn passive income doing what you love. My name's Jody Friedman, I'm your host, Thanks so much for joining me today, whether you're watching here on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking some time out to stop by and listen to what we're sharing with you today. If you haven't been by my website at licenseyourmusic.com, please come by. I've got free downloads for you. Check them out. All sorts of good stuff on there. Same with uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel. We've got all sorts of content on here. So come by YouTube and subscribe. Just search Jody Friedman, License Your Music, J-O-D-Y-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. License Your Music and you'll find us on YouTube. I do not have a YouTube URL yet, hopefully soon. Uh, Thanks so much again for listening. Today, we're gonna talk about collaborating and collaboration. And what I started speaking about, which was how starting as an artist, you look around you and you see these other artists and you see what they do and you think, wow, that's amazing that they can do that. I want to do that. What an, what an expression, what a good ex- way to express myself and express my, express my emotions through my art, through my music. And at least for me, I was very closed off for a long time to collaborating with others. I didn't really start uh, co-writing with others till I was 31, 32, I'm 41 now. So it's only been 10 years. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 14. So that's 15 years of my life that I was not really co-writing with others. And I could have been, and I could have been learning from them. That's the best thing about co-writing and collaborating with others is that you open up your world to their world and what they know and all of their lyrical insight or melodic wisdom. You get to collaborate with them and learn from them and you share what you know and your influences with them as well. So what happens is you get this cross-pollinization of influences and worlds musically. And it's amazing, an amazing thing. Uh, and you, too, you also quality control check each other. You know, when you're focused on your art and creating it, you can get lost in that and lose some of the quality control. Uh, at least the more, the more you do it, the better you get at it. But at first, especially, you get lost in that artistic space and you fall in love with your art. And you want to share it with the world without caring or thinking about it, having a quality control check. And is it really the best it could be? Yes or no? Well, no, Picasso didn't care. So that's going to be what it is. So I don't care. And that's, that's not, you know, that's not the right way to be. And I bet Picasso did care for that matter. He probably really overanalyzed um, his art. So um, collaborating with others will help you know when it's good enough. 
when it's ready, when it's good enough. In fact, there is a quote, I think, by Picasso, where he says it takes two artists to paint a painting, one artist to paint it and the other one to say it's done. And the same could be said for writing songs. You guys could be writing your song together. I don't think one person writes a song in a co-write. You both write it. But it does take one of you to say, you know what? That's good. That's it. It's done. What a great song. We're done for today. Great job. You know, that's, that's what comes out of a co-write session. That, and that's why if you ever go to Nashville and you get to go to Nashville and write with some of the writers there, that this is their job. It's how they make a living. Uh, they get paid by the publishers to write for them for years at a time. And they have to write so many songs to, to fulfill their contract. And because of that, they get versed in co-writing with others. And when they co-write it's with, with one other person, it's actually half a song credit instead of a full song. So you have to get so many full song credits to fulfill with your publisher before your deal is done. And because of that, these writers in Nashville, they just write and write and write. So if you ever get to go and write with some Nashville writers, uh, I can't recommend it enough. There's only, there's only one place like it, and it's Nashville, Tennessee. And you go there, and you, you schedule some writing sessions, and you'll learn so much from writing with these guys and gals. But be prepared. Make sure you show up prepared with ideas, melodies, lyrics, uh, because they take it very seriously, and you should take it very seriously, too. And, uh, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. It's where I first went and started collaborating with others, and it just changed my whole world. And some of my best songs ever written came out of Nashville and co-writes there. So collaborating. Collaborating is so important. I believe it's so important that I created a company called Collaborate Music with my, my co-partner, my partner, Jennifer Landshart. We started Collaborate Music with this idea of creating songs for trailers and ads and collaborating with other talent and working with artists and composers and teaming up to create products that are really, really high end. Really, really, we put like six to nine months into a product and then we end up licensing it. Uh, you know, we've had probably six or seven out of 20 masters licensed and that's a really good success rate. That's a big success rate. So usually it's you know, one out of a hundred, five out of a hundred. So, you know, that, that's a whole nother episode where we talk about quality over quantity, but this episode, we're talking about collaborations and how important it is to collaborate and start working with others. Uh, obviously when you're in a band, you're collaborating with your bandmates and most bands that don't work are the ones that aren't really collaborating. And when someone starts saying me, 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 my, 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 you know, I deserve this. You, I deserve that. It, that's when bands tend to fall apart, when it's a shared understanding and a shared collaboration, which is very hard in a band. There's so many egos involved. Um, it, that's when, when it's shared, that's when they last, like uh, the Chili Peppers and U2 and for a long time, the Beatles. You know, there, was, there were these bands that really just you know, lasted a long time. But when you get bands like uh, you know, Soundgarden, Soundgarden fell apart because they weren't sharing their artistic vision anymore. So they fell apart and Chris Cornell did his own thing. And, you know, it, it, it was what it was. It happens with a lot of bands. So um, I think collaborating is huge and it's so important to your success in music licensing. You can collaborate with others. You can create amazing masters, bring in other singers if it's not going to be you singing on it. Bring in other writers who are better at lyrics than you are. Bring in other writers who are better at melodies than you are, whatever it is. When you pick up a guitar or you sit down on a piano to write a song, what's the first thing you do? Do you start humming a melody? Do you start playing? Do you start with lyrics and then start writing? 
that will help you decipher what your strength is. Are you a melody person? Are you a lyric person? And you can do both, but usually one's going to outweigh the other somewhat. Either the melody coming up with those melodic hooks, uh, arrangement. Arrangement can be a strength if you're good at arranging songs a certain way. Uh, lyrics. Lyrics could be your strength. Maybe you're not a melody person, but man, you write some killer lyrics. So just find your strength and then find your collaborators, especially for, for licensing. Make sure you go into that session having a discussion about what you're going to do in that session. Creating with intent. I talk about this a lot in my course and just on my YouTube and everywhere. Creating with intention. So when you are collaborating, you want to have intention behind that collaboration. What are you writing for? What's the aim with this song you're going to create today? Set that intention. Start collaborating. You're both are, you're going to be aligned. Make sure you shut down your cell phones. Disconnect for that session for those three hours and just crank out a song. It can be done. People do it every day. And if you're, if you're finding writer's block, then collaborating with others will help you break that writer's block too. And you'll be glad you did. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks a lot for spending some time with me today. I'm Jody Friedman from License Your Music, licenseyourmusic.com. Come by the website, get that free guide on the website. It's yours, it's my gift to you, it's completely free. Uh, come by our YouTube if you haven't been there. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at License Your Music. And just keep making great music. See you guys around. Stay cool. Peace.